The most important battle, the battle for future generations. If we do not win this battle, nothing else will matter. Nothing. None of the arguments, nothing will matter. If these kids grow up and they belong to the system, America will fall. I am passionate right now in speaking to mothers and in speaking to fathers and telling you guys that the time is now to pull your kids out. Bring your children back home. They will learn more in your household. I don't care how you have to organize. I promise you, you can do it. Organize with people down the street. Pull your children out of these indoctrination camps. Save the children. Save the future generation. And you will save America in the process. This is the The upper echelon, the 1%, what's love for human life? I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. We're talking billionaires here. So sit back and enjoy. This is me, Odain Richards, and you're tuned in to another episode of Old Rich and Hard Dreams. Thank you. Be blessed. What's up, y'all? This is me, your host, Odain Richards, and you are now tuned into Old Rich and Hard Dreams. In this series, the upper echelon, the 1%, what's love for human life, we'll be talking more on, you know, those rich folks, the billionaires. Maybe we'll even tap into some millionaires that has potential to become billionaires. But we just want to, you know touch on our favorite billionaires right now. I have a special guest live with me right now. You know, this is going to be an amazing episode. He's going to introduce himself. He's back for the second time, y'all. I might get tired of him, but he's going to be here. <laughs> Very good friend of mine. <laughs> so we get started by, you know, letting them know who's on the call. So welcome to Take It Away, bro. Yeah, this is Danny. Good to be back, you know, on the show with you. As you have promised, I'm going to do another episode. So let's get into this topic, right? Absolutely. Let's do it. So I don't know if you wanted to go ahead and ask me any questions, Danny, or if you wanted me to start off, take off the show. It's completely up to you. You're the boss today. Yeah, you can take it. Let's take it, bro. All let's right, do let's it. do it. So I don't, you know, I don't know how much billionaires are on earth, but, you know, the billionaire status <laughs> is going up and up and up and up each and every year. People is really becoming billionaires. Like, nobody even cared to be a millionaire anymore. All the millionaires yeah, that's are just regular, you know? Right. The millionaire status is just, like, regular right now. I'm saying I personally feel like what they're doing is trying to not there be such thing as middle class. They're trying to have low class, either you're extremely poor or you're extremely rich. True word. So my billionaire for this episode is Jay-Z. 
Sean Carter. You said Jay-Z, right? Said Sean Carter, right? Mm-hmm. The boss, the Don. So Jay-Z, I look up to Jay-Z for a long time. I say that not only because, you know, I'm a music guy and I love music, but Jay-Z always had this thing about him that just giving off boss or, you know what I'm saying? He do things, his time, he's very private. He have a very private life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was just watching this clip on Instagram, but I believe 21 Savage, he said he's seen a lot of houses, but the one that really had him blown away was Jay-Z house. So I'm like, really? You know what I'm saying? This is a guy, I don't know if he's a millionaire yet or what, but 21 Savage, he has been around, you know, the upper echelon and people of status. And he's letting us know, like, Jay-Z house is probably, so that just blow my mind to even imagine that. <laughs> but absolutely. So although Jay-Z live a very private life, he's still one of my favorite billionaires. I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that we both once lived in Marcy Projects in Brooklyn, but he's still one of the top Billy Goats to me. From the way he cherishes his family and his wife, Beyonce, it's just amazing. I love that. My favorite song from him, I don't know if it's like of all time because he have a lot of songs, but one of my favorite songs from him is Caught Their Eyes, which is on his 444 album his 444 album and i just want to quote one of the lines from that song he said your body language is all media how could you see the difference between you and i my crash course was much tougher around friends who kill their friends then hug their friend's mother and show up at the funeral, complete with blank stares. Invisible ink, I had to read things that wasn't there. <laughs> so just touching <laughs> on that quote, what do you think about that quote, bro? Yeah, I love that one. I love it. That's a good one, right? Yeah. My favorite part is, I had to read things that wasn't there. Sometimes in life, what that's feeding me is that sometimes in life, bro, you can't believe everything you see. And everything you see, you can't truly believe. You have to do that's your true. research. That's definitely true. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And everything you do, you really have to do your research, follow the heart feeling, the gut feeling, mm -hmm. know right from wrong, and then Put proceed. Me on that. Word of mouth, now nah, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but let she me continue. Works. So known things said about this king. It sounds like facts, but, you know, I don't want to say, oh, he did this, he did this, he did, and I don't, you know, know my facts. So known things said about this king. Jay-Z paid Lil Wayne's taxes. Jay-Z fixed the meat mill up while he was in prison. Jay-Z hired the best immigration lawyers for 21 Savage. Jay-Z handled Lil, Easy, Lil Uzi Vert's contract issues. Jay-Z and Meat Mill launched a criminal reform organization. And now Jay-Z wife Beyonce have helped raise funds to help end world hunger. Jay-Z has created 15 million trust fund for Nipsey Hussle's kids. 
So if this is not greatest, I really don't know what is. And one thing that really, you know what I'm saying, touched my heart is that he it was said that he raised over $7.3 billion to help end world hunger. That's a lot of money, bro. Yeah, bro, that's so much. $7.3 billion, bro. You know what I'm saying? That shows you that this man has impact on people's lives and people want to hear what he have to say and they want to follow in his footsteps. Because me personally can't go to no convention and raise that much by mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? How much men on this earth, you know, can raise $7.3 billion by mouth? And you see, the thing is, you don't hear about this often. Thank you. Media, right? Why not? You got to do your research. That's where research comes in. Thank you, bro. Absolutely. Research is very important. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We have this thing called the internet. We have iPhones, Android, smartphones. We have books. We have, you know what I'm saying? We still Wikipedia. have books and stuff. But before, it was just books and stuff to do your research. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, bro, we don't really have a good reason to not do our research on things before we make our comments. Right. Very true. Mm-hmm. So let's get into my questions for Jay-Z. My question to Jay-Z is, what will, or matter of fact, what's going on with the venture partners that you created back in 2018? The Marcy Venture Partners. Because he had created this thing called Marcy Venture Partners back in 2018. Mm-hmm. So in like five years, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, see, four years gone already. You know what I'm saying? In like maybe 10 years, where do you see this venture partners? And also, do you think entrepreneurship is the key to your future trillionaire status? So I want to know, like, do you, do you see, like, I know entrepreneurship have a lot of bag, but what I would recommend Jay to do and, you know, the status I'm at, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Who am I to give this man recommendations? But for my thought, bro, if I was to have this conversation with Jay-Z, I would be like, yo, bro, you should create like a mobile application for all aspiring, wait, how do you say aspiring? Am I saying that right, bro? Aspiring, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) All (laughs) aspiring entrepreneurs. Like he need to create some app, bro. And just like, be a funding milk cow for startups that make sense to him. You know what I'm saying? Get this app trending, popular, and just creating more bosses like yourself. Showing us the blueprint. I believe he even have right, have an album right. called Blueprint, right? Show us the blueprint and let us like a university, you know? Like a university. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Even if I have yeah. a mobile application that is like a university for young people that's interested. The new generation, show them the vision. Absolutely. So my advice to Jay is to continuously keep up the great and hard work. You are truly a legend. We should give this man his flowers, as they like to say. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, you're my favorite billionaire. If you listen to it, if you're listening to this, or maybe he'll hear it one day. Who knows, right? 
<laughs> but that's my top billionaire for this episode. Jay-Z, Sean Carter, shout out to you. And Danny, if you just want to go ahead and get into yours. Oh, yeah. So, Oprah. Right. Name sound familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey. So, she's the first black billionaire with a network of $1 billion back in 2003. So, let's get into a fun fact about her, right? She stopped doing beauty pageants when her career took off. And she started her own production company called Harpo Productions. And in 2007, she opened a $40 million school for disadvantaged girls in South Africa. And she has been known to be one of the most giving celebrities. She supports women children, charities, animal rescue charities, AIDS cure charities, disaster relief, you name it. She's been doing so much, you know. And in 1998, she founded her own charity called Oprah's Angle Network. A lot of y'all should know about that one. Yeah, I'm familiar with that one. Yeah. And if she was here with us today, I would tell her that she's been doing a great, great work. She's been empowering our black queens and Absolutely. many more individuals. The younger generation has been looking up to her. We are very proud of her, you know? So she must keep doing what she's doing. We love to see it. Absolutely. More black billionaire females. Right? Yes, we're looking to see more and more in the future. Time to shine and rise. Or billionaires, period. Let's all be billionaires, no matter what your race is, you know? Exactly. That's a good one, though. I have to say that. Oprah, very good one. That's a great one. Yeah. For a female, props. Absolutely. So would you have any questions or anything if she was listening or any advice that you would give her? I mean, you gave the advice to keep up the great work, but any questions like how I gave Jay two questions? I really want to have any questions, to be honest. I That's fine. You know, it's hard to develop questions with people of such status, you know? Yes, because but she's like, Morgan... she's doing the right thing. You know, she's giving back to the community. She's doing all that stuff that I would do if I was in her position. So props to her. She's doing the right thing. I love to see it. Yeah, bro. Bro, that was a really good one. So for today's episode, we had Oprah Winfrey and Sean Carter, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Two billionaires, one female, one male. So that was nice how we had a great balance for the first you know what I'm saying? Main episode, full episode. This is uh, the episode. Right. Definitely, bro. Indeed. So before we wrap up, do you have anything that you'd like to say to our listeners, Danny, or? Yeah, sure. So our younger generation, they need the upliftment and we need to remove the indoctrination from their minds that implanted on them so we need to play our parts as the older the elders of this generation 
and put some positive thoughts and you know uplift them so they can be the kings and queens that we are looking looking out for so that's what we need right now we need to keep the positive to flowing absolutely for real we need more in young entrepreneurs yeah we need more entrepreneurs more bosses you know yeah for real we need like, to aren't y'all tired of working for the man you know now time to work for ourselves exactly after all we gave so much years and y'all still not bosses come on Word, but entrepreneurship has always been, you know, I'm saying something I desire because I, I'm a man of ideas. I'm full with ideas. Every morning is a new idea. And when you're someone like that, that has ideas, I advise you to write them down. Download an app called Notebook and just write them down. You know what I'm saying? And just push towards it, network, meet people, get out there. Make a name for yourself. Right, make a name for yourself. Bring on your you know legacy. Legacy, bro. I love that word. That's one of my favorite word, words. Rich and legacy. Rich because it's a Bible word and legacy because what a beautiful thing to leave a legacy. You know what I'm saying? Stop being greedy. Thinking, oh, I have to work this nine to five for myself. What about your kids' kids? Yep. <laughs> You got a girl fucking up for you. Oh, right. my dad. This was that. My mom was this was that, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to leave my name in the history books, bro. Exactly. As it should be. For real. But thank you, all my listeners. This is All Rich and Hard Dreams. And this was the episode of The Upper Echelon, The 1%, What to Love for Human Life. Special shout out to Danny. For being on this episode thank you my bro thank you it- absolutely bro so thank y'all and be sure- i'm sorry Danny. did you want to say one more thing we're saying it's a pleasure to be here always bro it's a pleasure to have you Thanks, man. so shout out to all my listeners continue following up we have much more great content to produce you all be blessed thank you <laughs>